Hello everyone, welcome to Rich Hill Tiger Talk. I'm your host, Dr. D. Santis, and today's podcast is gonna rock. That is a very forced pun, because today we are talking about geoscience what's happening here at Richfield High School. We got a really cool UConn course, and we have not only four people to talk to us about it, but we have the entire Geo class in the background listening to this podcast. So can we get a round of applause from everyone? So so uh, this is great. Uh, the, the teacher of this course is uh, J.R. Canasta. Uh, Mr. Canasta, uh, if you want to introduce yourselves, and then we'll have the students introduce themselves. Well, hi, everybody. My name is Jay Arkandosta. Uh, I teach science at Richfield. I've been here since uh, the Ice Age. Yeah. The place is retreated. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been, <laughs> been teaching uh, earth science courses and astronomy here uh, since 1996. Um, and in the last couple of years, we've launched this new class, uh, UConn Geoscience. Very excited about it. Um, the kids are getting college credit to take uh, this course and learn all about the environment. So, Ooh. yeah. That's awesome. And uh, we have three students. If you guys just want to introduce yourselves. Hi, uh, I'm Jay Katarina, and I'm a senior at RHS. Great. Hugh McCulkin, and I'm uh, also a senior. Great. Uh, I'm Evan Ralph. I'm also a senior. Ah, we got a, a senior crew here. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's just get right to it. Like, what is the, the subject of geoscience, and how is it like a cool college course that you're already doing here as seniors in uh, high school. I know we might have all seniors in this course, but uh, it's actually counting as college credit. So uh, what's the what's the subject and uh, how do you get college credit? Sure, sure. I think Evan's got some thoughts, right? Yeah. So really, like the heart of the geoscience course is just the study of rocks. That's really just the simple way to put it. Uh, we all just work across the entire year. We study many different types of rocks, minerals, ores. What's really cool is that during the course, we actually have the samples here with us. So we're able to look and inspect them in person rather than just looking at a paper. Keelan, why is it that we study rocks? Like, what do we? Well, you know, we actually came from rocks, JR. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're all around, live on a planet of rocks and in a galaxy of them. So, you know, studying the past environments of the earth, you know, can tell us how the, the what the future holds. Yeah, you know, every rock tells a story. Yeah. and. Um, it could be a steep learning curve to figure out what that story is. So yeah. uh, with a little bit of practice and a little bit of experience, you can begin to, you know, like a detective almost, uh, begin to tell the story of the past environments. And the, 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 the really neat thing about this is it's not just, you know, okay, this is a rock, this it's an igneous rock, right? It comes from this area, does this sort of thing. <laughs> it, it, is there like, like, what are the types of career opportunities that can open up for a student that takes a course like this? Maybe like when they go off to college, what, what can inspire a student in this class to go into a type of career? Keely, what do you think? Uh, well, me personally, I'm planning a career in geoscience. Uh, there's lots of jobs in the mining industry, you know, with ethical mining and especially mm -hmm. environmental protection is a big new one. You know, uh, geoscience is one of the fastest growing job sectors. A lot of people don't realize all the things that are happening. But when you watch, you know, all these microsatellites that are going into orbit right now, one of the major sort of like uh, objectives is uh, remote sensing. And there are going to be torrents of data coming in over the next 10, 15 years. And we need qualified people that can, you know, program or do uh, GIS work, you know, imaging maps and things. 
Um, so it's wide open. Um, and when you think about climate, uh, one of the big buzzwords in climate uh, study right now is resiliency. Yeah. And like, you know, you, we know that we just passed this big infrastructure bill um, and there's going to be, you know, lots of money uh, directed towards, uh, you know, reinforcing the shoreline for climate. And we're going to need people that are surveyors, soil scientists, mm -hmm. all those things. So, you know, earth science and geoscience has kind of been in the corner for a long time, but we're realizing that it's so important to the long-term health and, uh, you know, uh, happiness of people on the planet. Now, do you think there's also a big push here in America? Because I know like electric cars are becoming a big thing. So we're looking for more sources of rare earth metals, lithium, cobalt, nickel. And uh, there's also kind of a big push to maybe move out of mining these things from conflict zones, bringing a lot of that mining back to America. Uh, but of course, in an ethical, environmental way. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, there's a it's like a very complicated Venn diagram where you've got like policy issues, yep. uh, resource management, conservation, all these things come together. And if you have a knowledge of geoscience, even if you don't like pursue a career, but you're learning like things that are going to be helpful as you make decisions in your own life. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe about your septic system at your home or where's your water coming from, that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of overlap and a lot of, um, you know, sort of tendrils that, that, that come out of this class, I think. Now, one thing I always love about teaching science is local science. I think local science really makes things come alive for students and just people that live in the local area. And uh, the cool thing about this class is you guys actually go out in Ridgefield and, and, and look at things. Richfield, from what I've heard after talking to uh, some students in this geo class, is a very interesting place geology-wise. Uh, uh, geology uh, do yeah. you want to elaborate on that? I think, I think Evan's got some thoughts. Yeah. So what's really interesting about Richfield is that back before, I'm talking probably hundreds of years, like millions of years ago, the Earth was one giant continent known as Pangaea, which is just all the continents just smashed together, right? So at yeah. some point, these continents started drifting apart. And what's very interesting about Richfield is that we are very close to the part where Connecticut ripped off of Africa. So at one point, Connecticut was in a tropical climate. Oh. You know, really uh, cool. Wes, a lot of folks in Richfield complain about the hard water. Yes. You know, there's a lot of Oh, middles. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And th that's a direct function of all the marble type rock that we have here, metamorphic rock known as marble. And as Evan was saying, that's all evidence of ancient coral reef that used to exist here uh, around the time of Pangaea. So back to that idea that all these rocks tell stories. And so we yeah. can find rocks here on the campus that tell us that Richfield used to be tropical and it used to be coastal. You wow. know, so th things change, you know, and that's kind of the power of this, this sort of course, I think. That's crazy. It's, it's amazing how you could just walk in your backyard and just have like a map of like where we were in Pangaea. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one of the mottos of the course I've seen is the Minecraft was a documentary. What does that mean? And I know Minecraft, for those of you who are listening, Minecraft is a very popular video game played by children where they can build things out of wood, rocks and other items. So you guys know, we were just talking about metals and alloys. Like, so how does that connect to like Minecraft, would you think? Like, how can we make that connection? Uh, 
Well, you know, in Minecraft, obviously, there's lots of mining. They actually just added copper to the game recently, uh, the copper update. So and they got some interesting functions for that. You know, it's a lot of uh, Earth dynamics in Minecraft with different biomes and especially underground and stratigraphy of different sort of rock layers now. So it's, uh, it's pretty comparative to the Earth. Wes, I think with that, that motto, what we're trying to say is that, you know, everything that you experience in your life, you know, all the materials that you use, all the energy and food that you use, you know, they're all coming from the earth, either directly yeah. or indirectly. And if you go back to the early stages of Minecraft, it's like basically just trees. And yeah. you have to figure out a way to create a furnace and forge metals and build cities. And that's exactly the story of humankind. Yeah. You know, even just going back to 1620, you know, when the pilgrims landed, it was basically a continent of trees. Yes. People had to, you know, figure out what to do next how to build shelter, how to find food. And I hope that as this course develops, that that's one of the things that we can really uh, promote. It's like, where does stuff come from? Yeah. Because it I seems think... like maybe kids today are not really as in tune uh, with that kind of thing, like where, where materials are coming from. It's, you're, you're absolutely right. I think, you know, so many people don't even realize plastic comes from petroleum. Right. Uh, people don't realize that glass comes from silica. Uh, people don't realize there's 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 such this wealth of knowledge when you study geology. Yeah. That, like you said, it, it has tendrils that go to an infinite amount of other subjects and careers. Uh, yeah. So this this sounds like a really cool course. I wish I was able to take this course when I was in high school. This is really really cool. I think we can arrange for you to teach a couple sections of it if you'd like. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't tempt me. Um, uh, so uh, in this course, is there any other lessons that the students learn about how to utilize these resources, or maybe in collecting the resources? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I think of it as just kind of being a global citizen. Yeah. Through understanding, um, then you can really appreciate it a little bit better. Um, and then hopefully you'll help to take care of it. You know, you know, as you know, Wes, like when we were kids, there were like five billion people in the world. Yes. You know, now we've got eight billion. And the one thing, the more people you have, the more babies you end up with. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so it usually happens that way. But right. yeah. <laughs> We're going to be running the curve forward and we got to start thinking about what's the carrying capacity of the planet. How many people can we possibly feed? How much fresh water do we actually have? And it's really the role of the geoscientist to quantify those things um, and try to, you know, have a better understanding of this spaceship that we're traveling on, you know. So final question is what, what are some of the, the large problems that uh, you guys talk about in this course and are passionate about? I think Jay's got some thoughts. We've talked a lot about how, I guess, the other Earth systems interact with each other and how specifically it affects our space travel to find new planets and stuff and how specifically the minerals maybe help with um, like gold, help with like the Apollo missions and the... Um, James Webb telescope. James Webb telescope. Yeah. And like how the carbon cycle comes from our atmosphere and into our planet, and how we can understand that, and how life started first from stromatolites to what we have now today, with the free oxygen we have in the land. Good. Yeah. You know, just the other day, Wes, the United Nations finally signed on signed off on the Open Seas Treaty, which had been in the works for like twenty five years. And what's that? Well, prior to this law. There was no governance over the open ocean. You know, like the United States controlled 200 miles offshore, but 
but the open ocean had no rules as far as overfishing or, uh, you know, polluting, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think most, most folks don't realize how important the ocean is for everybody yeah. on the planet in terms of the phytoplankton productivity and the oxygen that gets into the uh, atmosphere. You know, if we kill the oceans, uh, it's going to be like interstellar, you know, yeah. like, what do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> you got to find a new planet at that point. Exactly. Um, Oh, that's awesome. And uh, it was fun. Um, the the student, I believe it was Jay that was just talking. Yeah, Jay, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, you might actually live long enough, hopefully we all do, to where we might actually own products that are mined maybe from space or asteroids or something, which is, you know, made not by people, but robots. You know, these are the kinds of things that right. are like, it sounds like science fiction, but as every year goes by, AI gets better, robot technology gets better. It's, you know, it's becoming cheaper to go to space. Um you know, those are the things you're like, you know, this is not science fiction anymore. This might be a viable way to get things done. You know, Wes, uh, it seems like with the with the billionaires all going to space, like Elon Musk and uh, Richard Branson and uh, who's the other Jeff one? Bezos, Bezos, like, you know, it's kind of like they play it off as like this touristy thing they're doing. Yeah. But they're really playing the game to get to the asteroids. Yes, that's what they want. Who wants to be the first trillionaire? Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, all right. Well, uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. As you've heard before, we are actually in a uh, geo class, which is really, really cool. Uh, by the way, classroom, you can't see it on the podcast. Looks great. There's rocks everywhere. It looks like there's always really, really cool stuff going on. Um, I want to thank the four of you for taking the time out of your incredibly busy day for being on this podcast. I want to thank the audience for listening. Remember to like and subscribe on any of your podcasting apps. And if we can get a round of applause from everyone, thank you so much on your very, very busy day. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, this. Thank you, Dr. DeSantis. Really appreciate it. Great. And uh, this is Dr. D signing off. Have a great week, everyone. See you, Wes.